0: For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook. See you then.
1: Aciento, this locally owned Mission Neighborhood bar and restaurant, is excited to be a sponsor for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. We hope you'll join us any night at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you were an audience member for happy hour pricing March 2nd through 6th at Aciento
2: 2730
1: 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Aciento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out, featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu. This is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food without the restaurant ah, commitment. Si-ento. Don't be surprised if you suddenly find yourself at Asiento for the entire night. It feels just like home with bartender service.
3: Asiento! Ah,
4: <laughs>
0: Sit tight. All right. Sorry, I mean. Okay, yeah. Hey guys, my name is not Pam Benjamin. It's actually Dominique Jellen. Pam is being really cool somewhere else, and I'm being really cool here. Um, welcome to Tastics Comedy Clubhouse. We have a great lineup for you tonight. Uh, before I delve into it, I just um, I wanted to talk to you guys about my boobs. Aldo, Aldo's a dog who's also in this show. He'll be making cameo throughout people's sets and licking soda off of cans that are left on the floor by irresponsible assholes. Should be a good time. If you do want to come out and enjoy the show, uh, Jonathan's ready to take your money at the door, and it'll be a great time. Five dollars at the door. Um, anyway, I do want to talk to you guys about my boobs for like a second, just because Rachel brought, up, brought it up, and you know, I have, we have similar feelings, right? The boob show. We're going to do a boob show. Yeah. Timothy, I'm going to talk to I'm going to stare at you in the eyes, talk to you about how I got boobs in, like, the third grade. Uh, this will be great. So, this is called intimate comedy, you guys. It's. I feel connected to your soul. You guys listening to this can't see how beautiful it is, but Timothy's eyes shine like they're under a shadow <laughs> of poorly lit room. <laughs> <laughs> which makes it so wonderful. Um <laughs> you 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 win this one because I moved, I looked away. Um <laughs> Uh I got boobs in like the third grade. Hey Aldo. Um he's licking my toes. (laughs) I'm wearing flip flops. This was not planned out. Um I got boobs in like the third grade and the thing about developing boobs in the third grade, uh, is that like the you know, the the eight year old who's wearing a bra is also the eight year old who's wearing deodorant. So just like be nice to them, you feel me? Like it's uh I um I developed boobs at an age where my aunt thought it would be appropriate to gift me a pair of training bra for a first communion present and she was wrong and i didn't know what it was and i'm sitting there between like my third scrabble game and my first destiny's child album and i picked this up and like what the fuck is this is this half a sh- did you give me half a shirt what the fuck is it she was like no, no 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 it just looks like half a shirt and then there's an elastic band so you could tuck in your shame it's like, oh, I get it, thank you. I thought it would get better as I got older. Because when you go to places like Target, right, like, they have all these really nice, or not nice, but, like, aesthetically pleasing bras that have, like, polka dots and stripes. I saw one that had a smiley face on one boob and a winky face on the other. And, of course, it didn't come in anything larger than a fucking B-cup, right? Like, Like, I don't want my boobs to wink. I want my nipple to wink. Give me a chance, you know? Like, I just... By the time you get boobs that are like mine and Rachel's size, bras only come in three colors, all right? They come in black, nude, and white person nude, which is like a beige. Um, is this white person nude or Rachel? Rachel, you're white. That's white person nude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's white person nude. You know what they call my nude bra? They call it chocolate. It's nude. Okay. And it's rude. <laughs> nude and rude. All right. You know what? You guys don't wanna hear me talk about my tits, that's cool. Sir, thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited that you're here. Yes, awesome. We're gonna bring up your first comedian. Handsome lad, dapperly dressed, funny as fuck. I'm certain of it. All right, please put your hands together for Aaron Barrett.
4: Funny as fuck. I'm going back to uh, I'm going back to the uh, the roots of the comedy stuff. I'm not going to do any of my old jokes, Timmy. I'm going to try new jokes. I'm trying to sell them to you guys. Uh, Jonathan's outside actually. He uh, he just went to see Slayer the other night. You guys ever seen Slayer? Sorry, I, just, I didn't say that properly. I meant fucking Slayer. Um, that's how you have to refer to them I, I, I think their fans get a little bit out of control I love metal I play in a, in a metal band But I think metal, metal fans get a little bit out of control Like Slayer Slayer actually has an album Where there's a picture where one of their fans Carved Slayer into their arm with a razor blade And I'm thinking, you know, that's pretty fucking metal That's pretty fucking metal But I think if you really want to pr- You really want to prove how metal you are why don't you stick your hand down on a piece of wood, chop your two middle fingers in half, or a permanent metal sign? <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Fuck it. While you're at it, do both hands and your feet. Be like metal from head to toe. That'd be hard to walk, though. You'd be like a metal penguin. <laughs> <laughs> fucking slayer. I, uh, they always get shit for uh, from the religious folks. And I, you know, I was thinking the other day about Jesus. Like, Does anybody know if they nailed Jesus's? <laughs> Right foot over his left or his left over his right? right over left. It was right over left, right? Yeah, left over right would be gay as fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> left over right, get out of here. Uh, I used to work in a gay bar. I used to work in a gay bar. Uh, this one bartender was very, really attracted to me. He used to always try and get me drunk, see how far he could push me. And uh, one night he was, he was like, uh, hey, you want to do a shot of Jameson? I was like, yeah, sure, Whatever. So he poured me the shot, and before I could ask for, uh, like, a ginger back or whatever, he asked me, he's like, would you, want, would you like a bear back with that? <laughs> <laughs> it fucking cracked me up. I spit I spit the whole shot right in his face. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. That just cracked me up. He's like, no, it's fine. I love I love bukkake. I'm totally into that. He <laughs> spit that in my face. Um, worried about STDs. Um, really got to be careful, like... Where where the women are from that you sleep with? I I slept uh, a couple girls. I slept with a girl from Vermont uh, a couple months ago, and uh, I don't recommend that. I woke up the next day feeling the burn. <laughs> um, slept with a girl from Alaska. Don't recommend that either. Uh, about a month after I met her, I found out how hard it is to get rid of king crabs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boiling water and melted butter. That's the only only solution to that. Thinking about Smurfette, you know, she was the only Smurf, right? She was the only female Smurf. It's all male Smurfs. What's one female? Think of the think of the STD she must have had, right? Smurpies, <laughs> <laughs> <Sm-H-I-V. laughs> Smurfless, um blue crabs, and what do they get? Oh, this is going well. If a twenty if a twenty year old gets pulled over for drinking and driving. And they blow a .08. Are they still technically legally drunk if they're 20 years old? Yeah. Huh? There's a there's a loophole for you kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody got a pin to drop? Uh what else we got here? I saw I uh, saw a, a midget prostitute in my neighborhood the other night. It broke my heart, you know, but just a little, just a little. San Francisco, I mean, th- think about it. This city, how fucking filthy it is. I don't even think the pigeons could pass a drug test in this city. <laughs> yes. Men, our version of a, uh, you know, women have a biological clock. The the male version of a bio- bi- biological clock is waiting for a 17 year old to turn 18. That's that's the <laughs> difference. That's the difference. Uh, I guess we'll get back into the old stuff a little bit here. I uh, feeling a little bit guilty. <laughs> um, but this friend I have, I was sitting in a cafe about three months ago, having lunch and this fairly overweight blind girl came up to my table and she's like, Hey, do you mind if I sit down? I'm like, no, not at all. Have a seat. Uh, we got to talking and, uh, we have, we have lunch like two or three times a week. Uh, but over the course of the three months I've known her, she's lost a lot of weight. And she just told me the other day, she's like, Aaron, I don't know what it is, but ever since I've met you, I lost 23 pounds. I'm like, I know, you look great. But the reason I feel so guilty is because I don't know if I should tell her I've been eating her fries the whole time. <laughs> mm. uh, it's the difference between a applause break and a pause break, right? You can't spell applause break without pause, can you? There's certain women I won't talk to, though. You know the ones with that real annoying voice? They're like, yeah, all right. I know, right? i oh my god, all right. It drives me fucking nuts. And uh, I was outside a bar the other night, and there was two of those girls outside chirping away. And then all of a sudden, I overheard one girl say to the other girl, she was like, yeah. And then I made the mistake of telling Laura. And I fucking lost it. I walked right up to her. I'm like, you are a fucking idiot. She's like, excuse me? Why am I an idiot? And I'm like, you can't trust Laura, man. <laughs> Tell everybody. It's all in trouble, I. I actually refer to those women as the Louis Vuitton girls, right? Because they always have, like, the Louis Vuitton, like, handbag and Louis Vuitton matching luggage and matching dish tie. I don't know what else they make, but I wish Louis Vuitton would make something a little bit more practical for these women, you know, something they could really use. Like, how about the Louis Vuitton noose? How about that? <laughs> yeah, they found Laura hanging in the shower last week, but she looked so cute. She did. Fucking Laura's last selfie. Maybe they can make a last selfie stick. Louis Vuitton su- suicide selfie stick. All right, who's going to have to follow this shit? <laughs> what else are we going to do here? Um, Got to do one more joke. I don't know how much time we have. How many comics do we have here? Uh, I was going to 10 minutes. Huh? I was going to 10 minutes. Okay, I can keep going. I'll keep going. Appreciate that. Do you remember my George Bush impression? <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Might as well do it, might. A lot of people ask me, say, George, a lot of people, you might not even recognize me. It's what I call incognito. It's a fancy word for disguise. This is what I call my liberal look. It's the kind of look that says, hi, I'm comfortable with abortion and gay sex. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. A lot of people ask me, say, George, why do you want to do stand-up comedy? I said, well, I always want to know what it was like to bomb a stage. Uh-huh. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. A lot of people ask me, they say, George, why do you want to do comedy in the liberal capital of California? I said, well, I want to come back and make amends. San Francisco, you made some mistakes. I've made some mistakes. Your mistakes have namely been Nancy Pelosi. Creepy. I didn't know Skeletor had a twin sister. Creepy. Appreciate that. A lot of people warned me. They said, George, people might throw tomatoes at you. They don't like you. I said, well, I've been to Iraq. In Iraq, they throw shoes at you. There's an old saying in Iraq. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this one. It goes a little something like this. Shoe me once, shame on you. Shoe me twice, well, you ain't got no shoes. (laughs) appreciate that. I appreciate that. A lot of people want to know what I've been doing in my spare time, what kind of extracurricular activities I've been getting into. Went to my first rave last weekend in San Francisco. Apparently, there's an Amber Alert for someone named Molly. If you see her, call Amber, I'm not sure that works. Appreciate that. i Been taking some acting lessons recently. Very similar to my college days. All I have to say is line, please. (laughs) Appreciate that, appreciate that. I'm gonna have to get back to Crawford tonight. I'm taking a red-eye back to Texas. Laura's making taquitos. That's Mexican for little taco. Appreciate that. A lot of people wanna know what to do in their spare time in their summers. I said, would please visit my presidential library some people told me, George, it's an awful big building for one copy of Good Night Moon, but I appreciate that. Well, I'm glad I held everybody's attention <laughs> for 10 minutes. I think I'm about to wrap it up, darling. What's going on here? Is that stuck under the stage? Pull it. Pull it. All right, guys. My name's Aaron Barrett. Thank you, Pam-tastic. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Thank you for well, the
0: yeah. Aaron sir. Here you go. All right, I'm about to say something terrible, and you're gonna forgive me, Aaron Barrett. If you guys can bear it, (laughs) we have a second Barrett! We do, we do. We have multiple Barretts. We have have Barretts from A to Z. Oh my god, I cracked myself up. Please give it up for Zane Barrett! The
5: fire people burning above
4: the energy of night.
6: Ah, that is not the first time I've messed up a handshake with a black person. I don't know if any of you guys—I <laughs> don't know if you could tell by this creamy white face—but yeah, yeah, we go with the handshake, and that's all we can handle. We don't, we don't do choreography first. We don't do that. But uh, yeah, one thing that uh, us, us white kids like to do—we like metal. I don't know who else, who else in here? Yeah, love the metal. Love them, L. If you ever go to a show, it's, it's, very, uh, it's very special. It's a special experience. Not something. It's, it's actually an experience. It's not a bunch of people taking acid sitting on a blanket listening to music. You do shit. You exercise. You, uh, so I was walking in, and I was on the phone with my dad, and I was about to get to the ticket place. And uh, I was like, all right, Dad, I'll see you next weekend. I love you. And then the guy's like, whoa, whoa, I don't think you're at the right show. Nobody in here likes their dads, nobody does. I was like, well, I'll be the progressive guest. So I go in, I go in there and I see, uh, it's basically like when you're in middle school and you see a fight break out. You see a bunch of people standing around and then there's a circle in the middle and there's eight different people all wildly punching the ground, swinging their arms. They are terrible at fighting. None of them are making any contact with each other. It's awful, it's awful. I mean, either it's they're having a fight or they're sacrificing a goat to the devil. One of those things can happen in the middle but you go in and like everybody else will be like oh wow i don't want to go in there i might get hit in the face not the rest of us not the rest of us we run around in a circle you get punched in the face then you get picked up by the guy who just hit you and he says oh i'm sorry man are you okay fights never work like that they're so polite so polite it's like everybody has Alzheimer's in there. They beat you up, and then they forget about it, and they're like, oh, shit, I'm not an asshole anymore, and uh, all the all the bands kind of have a, they have a view on Jesus. There's a very, that's a big uh, premise in there. There's people who love it, and they feel like an interlude between songs is a 10-minute church session, and then there's the guys who hate it, and they say, fuck Jesus, when they're on stage, but with a crow, and then there's the people right in the middle. They don't know how they feel about Jesus. They've been on a few dates with him, but they're not really sure if this whole carpenter business is going to support a family of for. Like his business practices are a little shady. I mean, he gives a lot of them away. I mean, he's really not that good at making any money. It's really bad. And uh, could you imagine if what he did with his carpentry skills is build crosses? Like crucifixes were his thing, and then he was just like brought in, like, oh shit, you guys bought one of my pieces. Whoa, what the fuck? Oh, no, ah, nah, not like this. Ah, on my own work. That is one of my best pieces though. All right, string me up, boys. String me up. But uh, yeah, so uh, switching gears here. Started reading a bunch of porn novels. So I started with the Bible and I wanted to see what was going on there. I mean, there was a lot of crazy shit. There were women fucking their dads. There's guys cutting off pieces of their penis. It's crazy, but what I don't understand is why God feels the need to tell one guy to tell everybody in the entire world the things he wants them to know. I don't know if you've ever played telephone, but if one person has to pass info to a bunch of people, it's not gonna end well. It's not gonna end well. So the guy who didn't hear cut off just the tip of your penis, I feel the worst for him. Oh God. God. the guy who just like was like, all right, Ron, so you cut off the whole thing. Really? He said that? Yeah, man, he's very, like, he's totally clear about it. Like, Ron, that is not what happened. I talked to Bill, and he only cut off the tip. Oh, yeah, dude, we showed up late. Uh, we were getting really fucked up on mead last night. It was rough. Uh, we, I was stoned. We were in the back. I mean, shit, dude, sorry. You might want to go to the hospital. Oh, shit, I think he's dead. I think he's dead. That's who I feel the worst for. <laughs> That's how I feel the worst. But uh, who grew up in the suburbs? Anybody uh, Anybody? uh, King of the Burbs? That's at least what I called myself when I was 12. But uh, there was always a woman on the block, always one mom or wife of some sort that you just like opened you up sexually. You just saw this woman, you're like, I don't know why, but I wanna keep hanging around you. I don't really know what it means yet. And that was Miss Henderson in my neighborhood. But then you start noticing a few things about these women. On paper and on the outside, they live in a beautiful home. They have a wonderful set of kids. Like, everything's going well. But behind closed doors, they have a very abusive relationship with the man they're with. They have a pill addiction. It's awful. So I saw one of these housewives in the Tenderloin walk past a street whore and say, (coughs) disgusting, and then just kept walking. And I'm like, you want to look at your own life a little bit more before you start making fun of hers. You guys live a similar lifestyle. You both wake up every day, you both abuse drugs before you drop your maladjusted kids off at school. You then pick up your maladjusted kids after your drug nap, take some more pills and suck somebody's dick that you don't want to to pay the bills. It's very similar. Very similar. These housewives, they need to get it together. So I figured out what a housewife mating call sounds like. You just get a bottle of oxycontin and they come running. I loved hungry, hungry hippos as a kid, so I just want to, like, dump a bunch out in the middle of their wine night and watch them go crazy for these things. Ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma. It's nuts. I mean, somebody's going to get hurt. These women go crazy. It looks like a mosh pit, but for middle-aged housewives. It's a much, uh, much different time. Where are we at with the time there, Dom? Uh, you're at six minutes. All right. We'll keep it going keep it going here uh so i was on the phone with customer service the other day and god damn it can they play something besides elevator music they have every choice in the world of music to give you but they give you nothing and i wanted a, i just want a progressive company one who just has maybe a spoken word or a book on tape like morgan freeman reading the fucking newspaper that guy's voice is beautiful i wish he was my grandpa and could read me to sleep Guys, could you imagine just, so today, uh, the Warriors won three to seven. Hello, got the reserve? Did This is Steve. I was like, shut the fuck up, Steve. Want to hear more from Morgan. It's going to get to the financial section. I got to see how my stocks are doing. What do you think I called this place for? And then you totally forget why you even called, and then you hang up, and you're like, oh, I feel good about this. I heard Morgan Freeman's voice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Um, but I figured out who's the most bipolar person in this entire planet, and it's a bouncer at a club. If you ever get behind a bunch of hot women going into a club, you'll see a man go from "Oh, hello, ladies, how's it going? Oh, come on inside, yeah, one after another. There's drinks in there. Here, get your coat, give your coats to Chrissy." And then I'm walking. I'm like, huh, oh, this guy's really nice. Whoa, whoa, motherfucker! ID, ID." He goes from happy to just angry all of a sudden, just terrible. And how are you gonna get in? How are you gonna get in? I don't even know. I don't even know. I didn't plan for ten. But uh <laughs> plan for five. Alright, let's call it. Thanks guys, I'm Zane Barrett. It's getting harder every day.
0: And there we go. Thank you guys for Barrett Barretting. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Alright. We had both Barrett's, and now we we get to we get to have some pizza. Some Timothy pizza! Yes! I'll work on these intros, maybe.
3: Hi. Uh, I'm working on uh, being less approachable. (laughs) Uh, I don't like people. Every time they talk to me, they say something horrible. Not people I know. Like, I was standing on the street the other day, and some guy just walked up and offered me a blowjob. Uh, I mean, that's cool for some other guy, but not for me. I just don't want to be the guy that, like, you just think that's, like, cool to, like, just go up and start saying anything to. So I've got some... Oh, I mean, it probably wouldn't work with this guy, but with most other people, it would be like, uh, I do full eye to crotch contact. Like, just, just stare at straight in the crotch, just like eyes wide, straight in the crotch. Camel toe especially, just lock eyes. Yeah, no, he's gonna talk to you, yeah. And then if they do come up close enough to get an earshot, like I'll mumble, something, like, uh, I miss everybody, I miss all of you so much. I miss everybody. So fucking much. And then if they get even closer than that, I'll start referencing uh, non-existent television shows. Like I'll be like, hey, did you catch Chimbley the Strong Banana last night? It's a strong banana. He's not getting voted off of Bee Island. They're like, "Uh, what station are you watching? I'm like, I'm just looking out my window, man. It's not, uh... It's, it's it's working out. You know, it's like, you know, the, the older I get, the the scarier it becomes. Like, I don't want to be old. I don't fucking want to be old, ever. Like, I, I... You know, you're just driving around like a psycho. Just be sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden, you're just, like, fucking fighting off the white light. Like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Like, uh, yeah, this guy knows what I'm talking about over here. Yeah yeah, 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 You know, it's just like, yeah. It's like, uh, where the fuck are you going to bury all those parakeets? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna take care of it, you know. Like uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna off myself one day. But I'm trying to be positive about it, you know. Like everybody's got these uh, fucking sex moves, like the Dirty Sanchez, the uh, Chinese Armada, or whatever the fuck, you know. Like I've got some suicide moves. Like uh, the first one is the uh, techie. Uh, that's when you hang yourself on chat roulette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then uh, the other one for the younger crowd is the uh, 1600. Uh, that's when you're taking your SAT exam, and uh, halfway through it, you sharpen both your number two pencils, put them in your nostrils, and slam your face against the fucking desk. And uh, my favorite uh, for the older crowd is the uh, Sandy Duncan. That's when you uh, drown yourself in your cat's litter box. Get it? It's Sandy. You're dunking your head in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I'm sorry. Um, Somebody's actually dumb enough to be seeing me right now. Um, But I'm getting some red flags in the relationship. Um, Like, every time I go to her place, it smells like the best fucking cookies in the world. But there's never any fucking cookies. It's creepy, man. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I've seen the girl vacuum in, and she just goes crazy with the fucking thing. She doesn't make the triangles. (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't know why I think that's funny uh, I don't know the weirdest thing about her though is She always looks me in the eye, smiles and winks Before she slaps me in the face uh, yeah, I, know. I mean I want to date a fucking lady Like a lady never fucking fist fights over a bologna sandwich Like a, a lady never fucking rides a mechanical bull without her underwear the lady never gets caught shop, shoplifting at Walgreens. A lady never tells me she's gonna wear red to my funeral and hit on the piano player. <laughs> it's a Salinger reference. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a nerd. Um, you know, everybody's always talking about their fucking spirit animals. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, my spirit animal is a duck with a bow tie. I'm like, fuck you, my spirit animal is a rat defending a half-eaten gas station burrito. Like, I got spirit garbage, bitch. My spirit garbage is a 195-pound trash bag filled with fucking miracle whip. <laughs> I wish my spirit animal was like a cool lizard with jewels on his head, though. Um... Hey, you know, it's like, you know, every these day, the days are hard, you know. Every day is like a fucking year now, but I got little tips to help you get through the day. Um, like if a barista sasses you, it's perfectly fucking fine to flick a nickel at her head. Technically, it's tipping. Yeah. Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like if you're somewhere and you can't find Wi-Fi, just hook a pudding, ca- uh, a pudding cup into the ceiling fan. It's fun. <laughs> Just make sure you leave before like somebody who cares gets there. Um, or you can like go online and fat shame skinny pregnant women because you're dead inside. I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, I wonder if I married her. Like, would she take my first name and my last name? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I spent two hours on WebMD this morning trying to figure out which of the three substances I took gave me the shakes. Uh, and for some reason, my fingers smell like eighth grade. <laughs> uh, then I got my car. I found a handful of uh, laser tag tokens. Like, am I fucking blacking out and win- winning laser tag tournaments again? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with me. You know what? I'm not... Blacking out and winning laser tag tournaments. I'm uh, watching TV. Uh, I want to. I got some new TV pitches. Conuts, um, have you seen Fly of the Navigator? Fucking Christ! Nobody has seen Fly of the Navigator. Has anybody fucking do you have? Okay, do you remember the opening credits? It's a shot of a frisbee coming down and a dog catching it mid-flight. And the first three minutes of the movie are dogs in mid-air catching frisbees. You don't see the ground, it's just sky and a dog like a golden retriever just catching a frisbee. I want five hours of this. (laughs) No music, just shots of different dogs catching fucking frisbees. I call it frisbee dogs. Yeah, it's good. And then I want like an introspective documentary that goes deep into the minds of middle-aged men who drive Mazda Miatas. It's like fucking why? Like I I, I don't I don't I don't know why they do it, but I don't want them to solve that mystery. And then maybe a series of TED Talks by Randy Quaid. So uh Easter's here. Um you should gather up all your nieces and your little nephews and, uh, politely tell them, Hey, idiots! Rabbits don't lay eggs! Before you turn the hose on them. You know, like, uh, last year, uh, my mom was at the island of the kitchen, uh, getting the glazed ham ready for Easter. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night. She was getting ready. It ready Saturday night, getting ready for Sunday Easter brunch. And I gathered, you know, four or five of the little motherfuckers up. And I said, hey, you know what this ham's for? And they're like, no, no, we don't know what this ham's for. And I said, we hang this ham in the oak tree in the front yard so zombie Jesus doesn't eat you while you're sleeping. (laughs) Still, they're still mad about that. Um, I mean, all that motherfucker did was resurrect. It's like, wasn't he do fucking something worthwhile? Like, fucking explain to me the last episode of Lost. Or like, he'd shut the fuck up about his wine blood and his unpenis mother. Or, like, maybe he could get, like, a. Like, like, he could call the fax machine at my work from, like, a cell phone and just be, like. <laughs> Make all the cool fax machine noises. And then, like, my fax machine would print out, like, a picture of a penis with a hat on it. Yeah, yeah, then then I would believe, then I would believe, yeah, 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 Um, I only got a couple seconds left here, so I'll just uh, leave you with a traditional uh, joke joke, (coughs) Uh, what is the difference between a diabetic and a heroin addict? A diabetic uses a spoon for ice cream. (laughs) Thanks, I'm Timothy Pizza.
7: To wait my time.
0: Rachel Raphael walking out with our only audience member. I'm sorry. That's cool. No, I hope you and Lauren have a nice life together, and not being here. That's fu- no, I'm just kidding. Thank you guys so much for coming, for staying for hours on end. Y'all are fantastic. What up, gentlemen? Sir? Gentleman? <laughs> hey man, what's your name? Thomas. Thomas, welcome to the show. This is Pantastics Comedy Clubhouse. Dude, what's your name? Because you really liked Lost. I'm TJ. TJ. You're a huge Lost fan. TJ's been sitting next to me, he's like oh, no. no, you're you're cool, TJ. I'm just gonna fill everybody in because like we're cool now. No, but I was, I was saying he was right, dude. I could not understand those last two episodes. See? Like, you, you spoke know? to his soul. It was <laughs> here's here's what's really funny about that at one point he leaned into me during the first set and he's like are we allowed to offer comments and i was like no you cannot and he's like and then he's like okay okay for you and i was like cool thank you and that's why we're cool man and then during the second comment he comic he's like what if it's a nice comment And i'm, I'm like no you really you really i mean like we're really just gonna chill and then like he leaned in after you said the lost thing and then he leaned back because like, he knew that he wasn't supposed to say anything, but then he was like, no, lost is awful. <laughs> you felt it with your heart and I appreciate that, TJ. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't realize this was traumatizing for people. So TJ, you're you're cool. Uh, We have we're gonna do a blitz set from our next comic. So we're going back to not commenting, but you're you're awesome. Uh, Your next your next comedian was actually running the ones and twos on the previous show. She's really cool. Please give it up for Trina (laughs) Rodriguez.
8: I was so fucking up the ones and twos on the last set uh, show. Didn't you guys hear that? I mean, those were like definitely not adding up. I'm horrible at math. Have you guys uh, had a good day today? Gorgeous, right? Did anybody enjoy the sun? Was it gorgeous? You did too? No, you're no you weren't lost in that sunshine. Everybody over here too? Every- awesome. Um, the rain was nice. I always want pho when it rains, though, right? I mean, don't you guys just, like, get, like, mega in the mood for pho? And uh, so I was, I was, like, market and, and uh, I was market in Venice at the Walgreens getting some new notebooks. And I, I was like, there's got to be a place for pho around here, right? And so I try to be culturally sensitive. So I asked the um, Asian lady at the counter. I said, is there any place around here where I can get pho? She's like, what? I was like, yeah, I want to get some fuh. Where can I get fuh? It's like, if I pronounce it correctly, I'm not understood. I think it's because it sounds like I'm about to say fucked and they just can't know. Is that not working? You think so too, Tim? You know, Tim, here's the thing my nieces and nephew recently just became adults. And I said to them, you know, I've got good news and bad news for you. Yeah. Everybody in our family is crazy. Like, you knew some people were crazy before, right? And one of those people, specifically the Tim T- Pizza person in our family, is not crazy. He's actually wise. You realize as an adult, oh, he was wise. I thought he was crazy. <laughs> but, like, there's a couple more crazies that just come out of the woodwork, right? So it's like, so if you're crazy, you just come on down. You just bring your brand of crazy because we're all fucked up, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be fun for them. I can, you know, let me know when they come of age. I can give them the talk. Yep. You know, we can have a, give a lecture. So I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a lawyer, and I'm wearing this uh, T-shirt because I wanted to prove a point about lawyers, um, which is that, check this out. This tag, you see this tag on this t-shirt? Four pages (laughs) double-sided. A lawyer did that. (laughs) You think The Gap wants a four-page, it's got its own tag. The tag has a tag and a sticker. I mean, I've heard of ants in your pants, but this is like a legal brief in my (laughs) t-shirt. It's a new way to serve subpoenas. No, but seriously, everybody thinks because I'm a lawyer, I'm I'm just going to, I'm going to fuck you, totally screw you over, I mean, which I can, I can, don't get me wrong, I I can file a brief in a second, complain, let's do it, but no, seriously, I'm, I'm not a bitch, I swear to God, I'm not a bitch, I'm a cunt, I mean, come on, I'm a lawyer, so, what's the difference, um... Well, okay, so a bitch makes her boyfriend wear a condom. A cunt makes her boyfriend get a vasectomy. <laughs> you cheat on a bitch. You cheat on a bitch, she'll slash your tires. You cheat on a cunt, uh, she'll fake a pregnancy and pocket the abortion money. <laughs> I mean, because there's seriously no faster way to get rid of a cheater than <laughs> fake a pregnancy. Fuck em. Um, let's see, what else? My bitches, I love my bitches, I really do. My bitch Sabrina, um, she's such a priss that she, uh, she won't give a blowjob without wearing her Burberry ring coat. Uh, let's see. (laughs) My, uh, my, my bitch Karen, she speaks, uh, cunnilingus. All right, I got my light, and it's my time. I've done time. All
1: right. oh yeah, no, that's no, great. Yeah, you guys, right now, everybody, clap it up wildly for Dom, Dominique. If she'll change her name to Jalen, just, just straight up. Everybody put in Dom. It's some other girl. It was like Dom L. Robinson. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Dominique oh, Jellen, right? Yeah. 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 Also, clap your hands wildly for Trina, everybody. Yeah. Trina Roderick. Motherfucking Trina Roderick. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm Pam Benjamin. I just walked in the door. It's good stuff. Hey, how you doing? See you. Uh, how was the free food today? Tons of free food. So much. Everybody have uh things to take they have they brought their own to-go containers? Everybody brought their to-go containers? No. No. I I I hate to throw away food on the street, but uh Yeah, I'm I am so serious right now. I'm not. Uh I just came from a place uh on uh, I don't know somewhere downtown and I was on a bus and I talked to this lady named Liz and she was so great and every time she said something racist she covered her mouth like this <laughs> she was like I deal with so many Filipinos and she kept her I was like lumpia and she's like I don't know what that is I was like you work with Filipinos and you don't know what lumpia is you are clearly on the outside and she's like I'm the old white lady that no one wants to talk to and I was like okay so she's like I can't believe you're talking to me on that bus and she was so lovely she had matching earrings and bracelet and uh, stuff. she's over 60 it was nice we were just hanging out on the bus it's good because I, 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 I uh, have to tell you guys, honestly, I have had an egregious amount of alcohol, and then I was, took some shrooms, which is why I still have my <laughs> backpack on. Because it makes me feel safe, all right? Because I have a backpack on, and I feel safe now. Are we okay? Because I have my backpack with me. I feel okay. It's good. Uh, I told, I, there's no money in that box. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, there's money in the box. So important. Go Warriors! Uh, Jonathan is leaving right now uh, to go watch the Warriors game. Is anybody else a Warriors fan in here? No Warriors fans. I don't care. You're, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna do my Warriors joke anyways. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Uh, we live in a Golden State, you guys. Can we all admit that right now? We live in a Golden State, yeah. all right? I went to this. I went to this new restaurant off of Harrison in Oakland. Okay. It's called the bandwagon. It's this great new restaurant. Have you guys been there? Have you been to the bandwagon? It's so good. I got the green curry in a clay bogut. <laughs> it was so delicious. It was so crazy, you guys. It was so hot. Uh, I almost, uh, I, I had to run, I had to rush to my cur before I splashed all over my equidala. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow, the smell of festas. Okay, that is that is that is that is a purely warrior's joke that none of you got, and that's okay. Because it was all with their names. Rush to my cur before I splash all over my iguanola. Right, right, right. No, no, it's a it's a green curry in a clay bogut, Right? It's a green, it's a Draymond green. Yeah, in a in a clay Thompson boget. Yeah, I have to explain my joke. It's really difficult how I have to expect. We live in a golden state, you guys. We live in a golden state, even though no one's paying attention to it. It's cool. Bet on it now. They're going to win this year. (laughs) If you want to have a winning bet, go with the Warriors. Uh, If you don't want to have a winning bet, listen to uh, comedy here at Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. I have other things to talk about, like abortion. Anybody else care about abortion? I love abortion. (laughs) I do, because I'm a nanny. Right, and I feel like all those rich bitches with all their children, just stop it. Let's—if you're 41 and you're gonna have a baby, let's not have another autistic child. Can we all just agree that you're rich and just to like, adopt a Chinese baby? It's okay. You don't have to. Your own loins are are are, are problematic at this time because you've been to Burning Man three times, and you know <laughs> that your eggs are no longer viable. There's not—it's just a thing, you know. You do do, do do that much ecstasy, and nobody wants your. Eggs. Uh, No, it's true. I this year everyone's buying their Burning Man tickets right now. I say nay. All right, we can do this right now in San Francisco without buying those tickets. It's very easy. What you do is you get two hits of ecstasy. All right, Uh, and you take one of them, and then in in that 15 minutes before it hits, you look up on the YouTubes uh, first uh, person. You know, like GoPros. There's an art car you know and it's like first person stuff of the, the man burning uh, and then you run downstairs once those are loaded in your in your archive and you, you meet a friend on the street and you say hey do you want to hit a ecstasy? and they say yes and you give it to them uh, and then you bring them back up to your apartment and then you guys stand r- you you and I stand so close together like really close you just get really close up to the screen you know and then you experience burning man like, you just get really close to it, and you're like, yeah, we're best friends forever. We're best friends for the next 10 minutes. That's what Burning Man is about, actually, is you best friend for the next 10 minutes until they are like, okay, that's cool, I'm leaving. And you're like, okay, that's cool, too. And then you just keep watching the videos by yourself, and you feel good about it because you've been to Burning Man. That's pretty much how you have a friend for life that you'll never talk to again, never. You're not friends. <laughs> you're friends forever, but it's Burning Man friends. No one's been to Burning Man except me. That's cool. <laughs> it's like, it's, it doesn't matter. They're, 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 you'll, you'll see them on the street and be like, hey, we went to Burning Man together. And they're like, yeah, we took ecstasy in your house once. And I'm like, yeah, that was us. It was a good time. Uh, knock, knock. This guy. This guy. this guy? this guy who? Uh, this guy, we're going to start uh, taking out drones. Uh, I mean, knock knock. Who's there? Uh, uh, drone, predator drone. Predator drone I know. Are you still alive? No, not anymore. You're dead. Oh, Don't man. answer the door to a predator drone. Who the fuck do you think you are? That's a that's an Aaron Barrett joke. I just stole that from him. But have you gone up already? Oh shit! Did you didn't do that joke though? Did you? Okay, that's cool. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about predator drones. All right. Everybody right now, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get my new, like, uh, Amazon thing. Amazon, Amazon thing delivered to me in an hour. It's coming to your house via drone, and everyone's cooled it. <laughs> you fucking stupid pieces of shit. It's so easy to outfit those with guns. You know what I mean? They're just gonna come to your house and shoot you in the face. La, 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 America's so free. It's so scary. So what I'm gonna do is I, I'm friends with pigeons. You guys like the pigeons? I'm friends with pigeons. Fuck yeah, pigeons for life. Uh, I'm gonna be friends with them, and then I'm gonna take all of the dental floss that none of you are using, you know? like, like I mean, in the apocalypse, there's so much dental floss. And I'm gonna weave it into weird nets, and then I'm gonna have my pigeons trap the drones, all right? They're gonna bring them to the ground, and I'm gonna have cool new things. <laughs> like. I don't know what are you buying with your drones, That's an awesome idea. right? Like I hope people are buying books. Well, I'd love to take their books. I, I I can't wait for Amazon. Isn't that what they used to do? Books, and then the the, the birds would drink bring down the books, and I'd be like, oh, I have new books. I have new Stephen King books. I can call my own. That'd be so great. Uh, but most likely it'll be like uh, like bed, bath and beyond products. I don't know what people are having delivered to them with that oh I'm too lazy to go out on my own and buy things. I am to kind it come to my house I'm a predator drone. Maybe someday it'll have a gun. I don't give a fuck. I've got thirty nine dollars. Bink. You <laughs> fucking Oh, you have a real job, don't you? Mm. So nice. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna train all my pigeons to have their cool nets and they're just gonna throw them over shit. I'm gonna pick up weird shit, right? I don't even know what I'm gonna get. Like, I hope I get like weird electronic cars that people are driving around. Like, hey, Ethan Albers. I hope we catch an Ethan Albers with the with my weird predator drone bullshit. Uh, anybody, anybody a feminist? Woo! Yeah. Yay, yay! Just gonna say a few things about feminism, then I'll talk about dicks in my mouth. That's okay with you? Is that cool? Is absolutely. That's how we do it. Um, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. Good. You get your own door, and that's good, Jason Bonfanti. No, no, it's all good. It's all fine. Not everybody's on shrooms tonight. That's fine. Just me. It's cool. I'm feeling good about it. I feel, feel, feel pretty okay about it. <laughs> I'm at <in> a Bart. <laughs> I'm at a Bart station right now. I don't even know where I'm going. It's Bartable, you guys. I can't even wait to, to know where I'm going. Hopefully, I'll get one of those free prizes. Uh, right now, you can actually uh, register at Spring Break and maybe get go to uh, what's it called, Maui. It's it's all fake. They just want your email so that they can. Does anybody else have the problem with uh, Facebook where they put the ads on the side and you're like, that has nothing to do with me, you know? Like, I, I keep getting Christian Mingle on the side and I feel like that's because my updates have so much about fucking Jesus, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm like, fuck Jesus! And they're like, no, I thought you meant fuck Jesus and that's why they put the Christian Mingle on the side of my thing. It's like, Christian Mingle! And then also on the other side, it's like, uh, get bullet delivered to your door for $19.99 including but I'm like wow I don't even have to go to Trader Joe's and I can still get it for $19.99 delivered to my door what's going to br- What's gonna bring it like one of those drones can I Can I just have my pigeons just kill the drone before it so I can just get it for free oh no like what are they going to say like oh uh, we tried to deliver your bottle of bullet to your house but the pigeons got it first I'm like yeah they fucking brought it to me with their weird little talons have you ever seen their cool little nails and sometimes the pigeons have white nails and that's when you're looking too close at pigeons all right I really like the pretty ones though with the like that they have that really pretty like red beautiful red legs and then they have the little black nails on the end you know I'm looking for those fluffy, no missing toes, right? No little toes that end in a knob, that they're like bleh, 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 Like really pretty pigeons. And that's where I know that I'm in uh, North Beach and they're just rich fucking pigeons. And I, you can tell a lot about the pigeons and where you are. I live in the Tenderloin, anybody else? The pigeons there, oh my God, they've got like weird, they don't look like pigeons because the back of their necks already been pecked off because someone was trying to fuck them earlier. You know what I mean? And they just pulled off the, all the back feathers. are like, fuck you, pigeon. And it's like, no, no, I'm going to run away from you. I'm okay. And you're like, oh, I feel like a Stephen King novel right now, <laughs> except with pigeons. <sighs> I love good looking pigeons. Hey, Kelly. You're a good-looking pigeon. You're homeless as fuck, and you still look good. How's that happening? He—that's his locks, and he never shows his hair because, like a good pigeon, he keeps his dirtiness to himself. Do you know what I mean? Pigeons. I—I I, which ones? Well, I saw a pigeon. I saw a pigeon that was dead, and his heart was being pecked out by seagulls. Do you know how tough it is out there for a pigeon? The seagulls will eat you. They will eat your heart. They don't give a fuck. It's just like, a, I don't know, art. <laughs> just, have you ever seen a pigeon just splayed out the thing? You're like, oh, I have a sleeping bag, too. I feel like they're all after us, trying to eat our hearts. Uh, it, I already went to the, hey, you have really pretty long hair, too. Kelly, let it down. Show us your pretty long hair. He won't do it. Come on. I, can't, I can't whisper. Oh uh, I'll, tell an actual, I'll tell an actual joke. Uh, do you guys, like, understand what kind of police state we live in? Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I nanny two six-year-old twins, and they're the cutest, right? And uh, they, they, uh, they tied me to a desk chair with yarn, uh, and they put tape over my face, right? And they came up to me. And uh, I was like, oh, I couldn't say anything because there was tape over my face. And they were like, oh, I'm cutting off your hand. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Trying to foster creative play. I'm a good nanny, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, ow, 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 ow. It hurts when you cut off my hand. And then and then they, they put the laser pointer to my foot. And they said, oh, I'm freezing your foot. And I was like, "Oh!" ow. Fostering creative play, of course. Uh, and then they, they, they put it right above my chest and they said, oh, I'm breaking your heart. That's like, Daria, you need to stop. Okay? <laughs> Society has broken my heart. Because you two are playing a game called Police State of Your Own Volition. I don't even know what, what I did wrong. Why? Why am I <laughs> tied to this chest chair? What did I do? And they put their little six year old heads together. <laughs> and they come back you stole a laptop oh shit (laughs) what kind of islamic police state is this you cut off my hand because i stole a laptop and they looked me dead in the face and said if you were black we would have shot you and i was like "Oh, oh oh it's not me you guys it's society it's not these are the children you're raising. They're not reading books. Do you read books? Do you read books? On your phone, though, probably, right? No, you read books. You actually, do you take a do you, t- do you take a piece of book You take a, and you flip it page by page? Wonderful work. Love that. Uh, I took a piece of book and flipped it page by page for these young kids called Gulliver's Travels, right? Good book, good book. Yeah, absolutely, A classic. All right, total classic. So good. Uh, and uh, we got to the part where uh, Gulliver was, uh, you know, tied up on the beach by hundreds of tiny little men. <laughs> started to get excited, you know. What if I was Gulliver? What if I was Gulliver? And what if I was being tied up on the beach by hundreds of tiny little men? That sounds like fun and would have like i don't know seven of them got like together like a, a, little, a little a little a little like a what's it called a wagon and they put a large strawberry on it you know and they like came up to me with their tiny little fingers and they like fed me a strawberry on the beach while i was tied up by hundreds of tiny little yeah let's go with those yeah <laughs> and then i was like oh shit you guys what if um 10 12 15 of them got together and they did like a Cirque du Soleil thing, you know? Like where they became one, you know? And then they like, okay. I don't, I don't know how to make up like a bondage gangbang rape fetish, fetish fantasy look cute, but I'm gonna try, right? It's a Lilliputian gangbang. It's like, it's like 15 of them inside my vagina. It's so cute, right? It's like, it's, all right. Not everybody, not everybody's on board with the little abusion gangbang. This guy is—it's is the cutest thing when you have 15 guys in your vagina at once. It's the only way to make it cute. You know what I mean? As if they're all just tiny little guys being a dildo. It's so for my benefit. That's how I—that's how I turned around as a feminist. I just make it for my benefit. Uh, don't don't vote for Hillary. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. She's a lesbian, anyways. That's a great thing. This is the thing no one understands, right? Like, she met Bill Clinton when she was 19, and she's like, I love eating pussy. He's like, I love eating pussy. They, like, high-fived, and they're like, let's get married. And then they, like, started their political careers together because he could do whatever he wanted with the pussy, and he could just give it to her when uh, he was done. And everybody, was mom's the word for everybody until uh, Trump's daughter, which is She's hot Ivanka, why I mean who doesn't want a piece of that? am I right? <laughs> Hillary's like, I will do whatever for a piece of that i i if if i I mean if I had enough money to make my boobs and my face look any way I wanted to, I would look like Ivanka too. <laughs> you know what I mean, I mean higher cheekbones uh less less of a unibrow that would help me, help help me out. All right, I'm, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna end this and in, uh, in, uh, we're gonna bring up our next comedian here. Thank you guys for staying here. This is very exciting stuff. I have no idea what's happening to the list but I'm gonna bring up our next comedian just cause here he is and he's a funny man. Put your hands together, it's Kelly Cry! Thank
9: you, Pamela. People, sir, I've not met you before. I am, good, okay, (laughs) perfect. Drummer Dave, drummer, drummer Dave? No, drummer, Aaron Barrett, Barrett. fuck, fuck. Thanks Pam, I'm glad you ended it with a motherfucker because that's what I deserved (laughs) for that. How you been doing, dude? Yeah, feeling gutty, cutty, is it a cutie? Is that what the, is that what, cutty? What does that mean? Uh, It does actually apparently have uh, slang, names like shady or whatever, but this is cutty sark whiskey. Uh, The kids use it as. I see. So the. (laughs) 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 This is the first time that this has happened for me, personally being on stage, doing crowd work, you know? Do you think if I talk to you, you're going to get some too? No, no, I'm good for now. I'm good. Thank you though. You're just some guy? Oh, that's great. I'm just some guy too. That's perfect. This is this is wonderful. We can be some guys together. Hey, we could do a show. Uh we could do a, make a movie like plane trains and automobiles but different. You know what I mean? And we'll just call it uh um uh the ships uh ships feet and uh, and cannonballs. That'll be us, ships, feet, and cannonballs, and it'll be you and me cruising around, and we'll 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 tell like jesty things with, to one another. What's your personality like? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate are you an, are you? That's good that you appreciate it. Cause, ah uh, oh, man, this is perfect. I'm simple too. Yeah, yeah. Are you Canadian? No. no? Oh, okay. Perfect. So where are you from? I grew up in Seattle. Oh, okay. So you're kind of Canadian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, Vancouver's like a suburb of Seattle. We all understand yeah, I really that. Do you have much love for it because of all the Asian beauties there? Is that the reason why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's, yeah, there's babes. It's babe city there. And they're nice, too, which is weird, you know? It's going to be weird for people to understand that, like... Thank you, thank you This is the thing All these Americans think If Trump gets voted in the office They're just gonna walk willy-nilly into Canada And live there Fuck you guys And I mean that in the nicest Canadian way possible Okay Aaron Barrett, drummer Aaron Barrett Okay, yeah, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett The nicest way possible Because until you can tell me who our Prime Minister is You're not getting into Canada Thank you, who is it? There, that's good, huh? The <laughs> Trudeau the second. Oh, okay. We got some. We got some runners. Perfect. Uh, okay. So look at the brains on homeboy over here. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the over here. <laughs> okay well, uh, so uh, th- there's gonna be three questions you have to answer to get into Canada. One, who's our prime minister? Two, what animal is on our two dollar coin oh really? oh. no that's on the one dollar coin. nope, wrong no it's a bear, God damn it, and then, yes. <laughs> They're taking all of our money, which is worth nothing. And how is this possible? Why is the Canadian dollar worth so or the American dollar worth so much? How is that a... Why? Can somebody explain this to me? America's the country that's in the most debt in the fucking world. That piece of paper should be worth, like, wiping your ass on. Should it literally be less than a fucking shit ticket roll of bounty fucking ass wipe. Right? But yet it's worth so fucking much. I go to Canada, and I have, like... 200 American dollars and suddenly I have $5,000. It's like, how does that work? And I, yeah, I went to Canada and I worked for a whole summer with my dad, a whole summer chopping wood, saving up money, $10,000. Came back here, I exchanged it. I basically had dirt in my hand. Like that was, it was just nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. I don't understand how currency works. Do you know how currency works? What happened to the Bitcoin? Why did that not, is it still happening? What what why does nobody in the news talk about this thing if it's awesome and it's happening? It's all over the city. You can spend it, yeah. mm-hmm. How many bitcoins do you own? Uh, I like half of one. <laughs> <laughs> half a bitcoin is $800? Yeah, so we're between, like 86. Yeah. Are you serious? how does that why can't one coin be $1? Why does it How so every coin I spend, I have to... Well, how do you get change? Uh, cover, just <laughs> okay, that, now I'm out. Now I'm out. Sure. Who the fuck? Yeah. 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 Steve Jobs' son over here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did because I don't understand how, why we don't just do that because all the shit we just make up and agree upon, right? Like that's the only reason it exists. That's the only reason that money exists. That's the only reason that anything around us has values because we're like, yeah, okay, that's how much that's worth or else it's worthless. Right? What? Do you tell me the truth? Right. Right, because everybody just says that, so why don't we just make up like monkey farts? We'll be like that. Okay, (laughs) monkey farts are worth a dollar. Um, You can, for, five monkey farts for a Coke. I don't know. You know what I mean? (laughs) We all just carry one monkey around, and then to get the monkey, you have to barter some way. So then you have lots of monkeys, then you're wealthy. Like, let's be creative. You do what? Yeah, do whatever you want to be. Richer, that's fine, but, like, this whole... Th- hell, hell of broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> broccoli and burritos. Anything that starts with a B, feed the monkey, and you will be rich. I don't know, right? I don't know. Okay. I, 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 love, I love I love, this. I love talking to you guys. I want to tell a joke, but I'm, I'm trying to just do crowd work and be entertaining, and it's hard because I'm... Don't have the confidence to think that I'm entertaining enough. I know. Thank you for the sim. <laughs> I'm in the wrong business, uh, clearly. Can this poll go a little higher, and then we can get this fucking going, right? Uh, <laughs> you have the. You have. Uh, you have a creepy mustache, by the way. A creepy mustache. I'm.
1: Really
9: n- for <laughs> <linens>. <laughs> yeah, I only desperate oh for <laughs> He's in Canada! You're in Canada! When Bush gets in office, you can come up and hang out. But you're going to have to be polite, and it might be tough for you guys. It is. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. What's the last thing that I'm going to do before we get, fucking leave? Um, okay, let's. Uh, Oh, let's! you guys are beautiful. You guys are amazing. Thank you for just coming in. Uh, the, oh, well, you're here now, and that's great. <laughs> Even though you're tardy and we kind of resent you for it, we're not going to tell you about it, okay? You're good. We're, we'll work through it, okay? Next time, you're 15 minutes early, and then it balances out. I'm a Libra. I know about these things. Okay? <laughs> yeah? You have beautiful blonde hair. Oh, you're very. Oh, that's sweet. I'm... I'm just being nice. I'm not hitting on you. I want you to know that there's there's boundaries. I, I, yeah, but like I wouldn't fuck. Okay, you, I would fuck the whole audience, not just one individual. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, de- a democratic a democratic gangbang. Um, no, you guys are awesome. I'm giving this back to Pam. And I'm getting off the stage. Thank you very much.
1: Kelly, cry, everybody! Don't cry for him, Canada. There's a song, and then there's a happening thing. So supposedly, uh, another person who's arriving. Have you already been up? You coming? Christ, what are we gonna do? All new stuff. You stroked the. I was at this other show where it was on the 14th floor and I was super scared to be behind me because I'm afraid of heights. And I was like, ah, like behind me because it was this glass wall and they had this thing on the side. It was, no, I didn't take the shrooms until like halfway through. The shrooms were great because then I was on the bus with a nice lady named Liz. God, she was great. I mean, honestly. I love a good racist. She reminded me of my father, you know? Like, every, every time she said spic, she did, like, "spick." I'm like, I know, I know. If they're Hispanic, and you just can't say. You just have to be racist. I understand. You're over 60. <laughs> it's fine. I gotcha. I mean, I, you grew up in, you know, California, and then you just became a racist. But you love strawberries, don't you, Dad? You love strawberries. But you hate the Mexicans? Why they and they just keep listening to Donald Trump and it's like he's like oh they're rapists. I hope I hope so. I hope that's a rapist hitting me up right now saying like we're late to your show and we're oh my god there's karaoke tonight you guys at. at uh, (laughs) Bender's. It's the last Friday of the month, so Jonathan just texted me to say that there was karaoke tonight. Here comes your next performer. She also loves karaoke. There's Bender's karaoke tonight. Uh, We're gonna, I know, right? So we're gonna do your set and then we're all gonna go do that. I have shrooms if you want some. Uh, Your next... (laughs) you next, well, I mean for people that are performing. I only have a limited amount, so it's like, am I gonna take my shroom? I would give my shrooms, so- her. She has a show here on Sundays from 10 to noon called The Lazy Brunch Hour. It's hilarious and wonderful and awesome. You guys are gonna enjoy the jokes so much right now of Tess Berry. Thanks,
10: Pam. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay. I did karaoke last night. I went uh, I went to Sleep Bar with DJ Purple. DJ Purple just rendered me on Facebook. What? I know. What did you sing? Praise the Lord today. I sang, it was pretty empty, so I got to sing a lot. I sang, um, uh, let's see, I started it out with Ego by Beyonce. Started out the night, could not hit those notes because I got nervous. And then I sang... Uh, let's get it on and then I sang Proud Mary I saw this one I know but but I'm really good at those ones but I did see a girl sing um, Aretha Franklin uh, I Want to Make Love to You and that one was really good and I'm like ooh, if you're not here next week I'm totally stealing that one (laughs) she was good it was a lot of fun it was cool DJ Purple's awesome everyone should friend him on Facebook Um, cool alright uh, all right. Hey guys, what's up? Um, let's just shoot some facts. I'm single, and are you guys single? You guys seem enthusiastic about it. I see I'm not enthusiastic or sad about it. I kind of just don't care. Like I don't feel like I'm single. I just feel like I'm just, I don't have a boyfriend. It's just like a lack of a thing. It's not, I'm not, like, I don't identify as single or anything. Uh, And I don't, yeah, I don't don't care if someone else is single. I just, I don't care. I have the perfect self-esteem for being single. My self-esteem isn't so high that I want to date someone who's, like, a good person that I actually like. But it's not so low that I'm going to keep dating a guy who tells me I'll never be as funny as Dane Cook. (laughs) So I'm just, like, right in that sweet spot. I, I just, honestly, like, I don't think about sex that that often. Like, I think about it, like, maybe two days a month. But I don't realize it until the second day. <laughs> and then it's usually kind of over. And I was like, well, all right, guess we'll wait till next month. <laughs> I think about it so little. I bought a vibrator a couple weeks ago, and I still haven't used it. <laughs> I think about it more when I'm gone, because I just, like, I like the idea that it's there. Like, it makes me feel like a grown-up lady. Um, <laughs> but I don't think about it at all. It's just like, it doesn't occur to me. And it was like it was like getting a new toy. I was like excited to use it when I got home, but like not excited enough <laughs> and couldn't use it. <laughs> we don't have to get into details. Uh, so yeah, and the other, I also realized like, vibrators are a weird form of privilege. I'll explain. Uh, my, this, this thing was like super expensive. Like I paid over a hundred dollars for this thing and like dudes only have to buy socks. And then I was thinking about it too. Like what, I mean, there's plenty of women who don't have disposable income to spend on a vibrator. Like what does my disposable income get me? Like a couple extra settings. I just, (laughs) it doesn't make sense. I was just like, I I actually, I don't need this. Like, it was, like, the first thing where I was like, I really don't need this in my life. I was fine without it. It's still fun. What's, uh, uh, the Q&A is after the show. (laughs) So, we'll just wait for then. That's cool. We'll wait until after the show. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I still, I still, like, hook up with dudes sometimes when I remember that I can. And, um... I was with a guy the other night and like nothing is sexier to me than when a guy you're in bed with talks to you like you're at the gynecologist's office. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> I was hooking up with a guy and he told me to lay down at the foot of the bed um, so then he would kneel at the end of the bed to go down on me and he was like, you need to scooch down further. No further, you really need to relax. <laughs> I was just waiting for like (laughs) crack open the vagina. Um, Yeah, super, super sexy stuff going on there. Uh, uh, Yeah, okay. I got this haircut recently. It's a pretty drastic hair. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Did you know that nothing matters in this world? Nothing fucking matters. It's amazing. None of it matters. We're all just stars and dust. I got this haircut recently, and it means a lot to me, and, um, yeah, it's pretty drastic, and a lot of people, like, feel the need to comment on it, uh, which I'm not usually, like, into the, like, people talking about me at all. Like, if people could just, like, lack object permanence, like, with me, that'd be amazing if they just, like, forgot that I existed the second I leave a room. That'd be really, really great for me, but people like to comment, so I I texted a, a picture of my haircut to my parents, and my dad immediately called me and said, wow, Tess, You're really brave. No, exactly. (laughs) I'm not. I moved across the country by myself and it took a haircut for him to be proud. (laughs) Takes the littlest fucking things. One time he cried because I was leaving town for a week. I was like, I don't understand you, sir. You just make no sense. And then I sent a picture, I, I sent it to my brother and my brother was like, oh, you told me it was going to be short, uh, I thought it was going to be super butch, but I guess this is okay. She's like, I didn't ask, <laughs> didn't ask you to tell me that. So, I, it's just, I don't understand, like, people think they're giving compliments, but they're really not. Uh, and I hear this a lot from men who try and like hit on women. A friend was telling me that he saw a beautiful woman that he found attractive on the bus, and he went up to her and told her, I think you're beautiful, and she was like, please leave me alone. And he was confused by this. He was like, I gave her a compliment. Like, why wouldn't someone want a compliment? And I I had to tell him, like, just, like, put yourself in her position. Just think about what that's like. You're going about your day. Maybe you're stressed out. Lord knows what's going on. And someone just walks up at you and starts talking to you about something that you're not totally opposed to but that you don't really want to talk about right now. So I I guess what I'm saying is that being a woman is like walking around in a world where everyone is a Greenpeace volunteer. (laughs) And they're just like passing out flyers, uh, asking, will you fuck me? Check yes or no. (laughs) And uh, just like imagine you're on the bus and someone comes up to me and they're like, yo, you should give money to the rainforest with that ass you got. (laughs) It's like, no, I don't. Those are not mutually exclusive ideas. I don't have to do anything for you. I just wish straight guys would wear matching t-shirts so that I could more effectively avoid them like the Greenpeace volunteers. (laughs) (laughs) Make it really easy on me. Uh, Yeah, I've been, I was sick last week so I was home watching a lot of movies. Have you guys seen the movie Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah? The Omega Booze! Omega Booze! I love that movie, except for the blatant sexual assault in the middle of it. That's an exception to the rule. Yeah, no, that was definitely rape. And then, uh... No, but it's like, it's like gray area. No, that's definitely rape. But she's... uh, Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. There was also, there's also the scene where the guys, like, get a ladder and climb up the ladder and look in the window to see the naked ladies. Yeah, yeah panty raids are definitely um, sexual assault. <laughs> so I'm gonna bless you, dog. Um, I'm gonna recut this movie because, like, I want to like this movie, but it's hard because, like, this this scene is pretty problematic. So I'm gonna recut it. So when they climb up the ladder and look in the lady's window and you expect to see boobies, I'm gonna recut it so you see balls, like a medical close-up of balls. Yeah. Just balls it. And then, and then it's gonna cut back to the guy on the ladder and he's gonna be like, oh yeah, they're so big, you know you want it. And then it's gonna cut back to the window and uh, the guy with the balls is gonna be holding a signed consent form. Um, so that way that movie's okay to watch now. <laughs> and everything's, everyone's, everyone said yes. Everyone know who they were fucking. Um, not a mysterious Darth Vader figure. And we can all enjoy this movie now, <laughs> together. Omega Moob. Yes, I made peace in the universe by erasing sexual assault in a particular movie. I have balanced the universe, but you know what? The universe means nothing, because it's all stars and dust and nothing means anything. (laughs) And I wish I was another person. I uh, have been happy lately. I've been happy. Thank you. I worked really hard for it. I worked really hard to be this blessed. Uh Yeah, it, it's so hip to talk about like seeing your therapist. It's so hip to talk about your depression and your anxiety. You're like, "Oh, you think you're so cool." And I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's cool that I don't have a facial tic anymore because I'm not freaking out constantly. I think it's really fucking cool." <laughs> I used to have a facial tic in my eye um yeah, my eyelid would twitch. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I've been happy lately and, uh, I lost some weight around the same time. Like, not a lot, but noticeable, probably because I was happy. And, uh, people are like, oh my god, what'd you do? Take diet pills? It's like, does, uh, does Prozac count? Um, cause that's what I've been taking. And my parents were like, uh, they noticed I was happier and they just assumed, oh my god, are you seeing someone? Is someone, is there a person that's making you this happy? And I asked, does my therapist count? Because we have a really good thing going. And I can see a future with her. <laughs> involved. Bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow I, uh... Yeah, I like my therapist. It's cool. I, Yeah, I've had anxiety for a long time. I had it back when it wasn't cool back when um, you had to get a little slip of paper in class to leave class to go see the school therapist, and everyone pretended like they didn't know what it was about, but then would talk about you behind their back about, about like how sad you are. Uh, and they'd be like, oh, that explains it. And then, yeah, you'd have to go down to the little room beneath the stairs that used to be the janitor's closet, because schools didn't, like, make rooms for therapists until the 90s. <laughs> and uh, her de- her name's definitely, like, Cassandra, and she's got a weird haircut and chunky bead necklaces and... You just get to cry in a pillow, and she's really not much help. I had a therapist once tell me. Uh, I had a therapist in college who told me uh, I was. I was saying, she she used to write. Uh, she was like a writer in Hollywood, and uh, she told me once. You know, sometimes I don't want to help you because I think you're going to write something really good one day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sweet, thanks. Oh, oh. I had that job. oh a therapist. Did you oh did you Oh god. Oh god. That sounds awful. I she also told me once I was I went to a school where like um the all the women were like really tiny and pretty and southern and uh I just like was not that look. And I, I don't think I'm like unattractive or anything, but I was like I just I feel like an ogre walking around. Like if I wear a shirt with a sports team on it, people ask me how the basketball team's doing this year. Like people just assume I mean, I did broke crew, but, like, whatever. Anyway, uh, I was like, I just feel like an ogre walking around, and I don't feel attractive, and she was like, what do you think I have to tell the people that come in here that are actually ugly? I just have to tell them to wait to meet nicer people. (laughs) Uh, That one didn't make me feel better. Two, uh, you probably didn't make them feel better either. (laughs) That wasn't very helpful. Yeah, college therapy's fun when you, like, run into your one-night stand in the waiting room. And the song playing on the radio is uh another Saturday night and I ain't got nobody. <laughs> it's just you feel like you're you're you are where you're meant to be, you know? It's just like when the world lines up like that, the universe is like, Yes, we hate you. you
2: get the the face you deserve?
10: What? No. <laughs> Maybe you got the face you deserve. <laughs> Ayo! Ayo. Ah, it's like Calvinism for looks. Um, (laughs) You're destined to be sitting in this radio place right now, listening to me talk about my depression. Uh, You came here voluntarily. That's surprising. Uh, Yeah. Um, Haircut, Prozac. It's pretty much my whole life that we've covered... Um. Yeah, so I I go I go on dates. Sometimes, again, when I realize I like recall that I have a vagina. I got my I got my uh, bikini wax this week, uh, for the first time in like six months, because my parents are coming to town. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to uh, like a hotel with a pool, and like if if my mom saw what was going on, she'd be like, "Are you okay?" And if my dad saw it he'd have to remember that like his child has a vagina and then he'd like wouldn't talk to me the whole time. So I had to you know like take care of that. The weird thing is like if it was a dude I could just be like you just have to deal with this. But it since it's my mom I have to be like sorry mom. Which is a an unexpected turn of events. Uh oh, that's see that's your problem then, not my problem. That's your yeah, the <laughs> Okay. Uh yeah, so I go on dates and uh, I went on a date with this guy a while back who definitely read one of those the game books. Have you guys heard of the game? <laughs> yeah, he was worth laughing at. He so the game is the game is a book that this um guy who puts a lot of gel in his hair wrote uh about it's like tips about how to pick up women to like how to get women to sleep with you pretty much. Um and so this guy definitely read one of those game books, and he, and he, took, he, he took his own interpretation of the instructions. So one of them was, l- like, maintain eye contact, and he just stared at me. And then it was, like, ask her questions about herself, and his idea of asking questions was, like, where are you from? What do you do? What does your mom do? Is your mom cool? Is your mom pretty? What the fuck? You on period? I was, like, this is a great conversation. Oh, my God. I'm just having such a nice time. Yeah, he definitely read one of those the game books, and the interesting thing about the game books is, they don't tell guys what to do when they take a woman home. They don't like give any tips about like what to do with like, a woman's body. Um, and if those guys had to explain to a woman before she agreed to go home with him what it would be like, she wouldn't be like, oh my god, yes, you're so charming. I definitely want to go back to your apartment so that you can try and shove your half-limb dick in me for half an hour. <laughs> while crying and demanding that I go down on you, but then never offer to go down on me, yeah, I'd love to do that rather than anything else, like go home and do the dishes so something gets finished. (coughs) Whoa! Vaginal! His catchphrase, not mine. Um... Yeah, those do I don't know. I get it, though. Like, I get why talking to women is intimidating. It is intimidating, but I think part of the problem is, like, I have, I have a tough time talking to guys I'm attracted to, re you know, mediocre self-esteem. Um, but I, like, I think part of the problem is the way that we talk about women in, in our culture, and our society. Here's my TED talk. Uh, like, it's, we say weird stuff. Like, women are beautiful creatures. Their vaginas are like flowers. Women are mysterious. It's like, what? <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to talk to a creature that speaks in riddles and has a tulip between its legs. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. I wouldn't want to approach it and ask it to fuck me. Like, that'd be weird. I probably also wouldn't say, would you fuck me? Which is like definitely something someone's asked me before, so... Um, maybe work on that, too. Maybe that's part of the... P- maybe that's part of the problem. It's not easy being green. I uh <laughs> I uh I did Dare in high school. Did you guys do Dare in High School? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Nancy Reagan gives you like twelve different ways to say no to drugs. Here's the thing: I was never cool enough to be offered drugs. So I like was never I never got the chance to say no. But now that I'm on these dating websites like okay cupid or like, you know, just like having a vagina in the world, I get asked constantly to do stuff that I don't want to do. So now, I can pull up my trusty Nancy Reagan nose and use them for dudes. Like, I had a dude ask me, um, want to sit on my face? And I was like, no, thank you. Nancy Reagan calls that the polite way out. And then there was another one, another guy uh, just asked me, uh, want to fuck? I was like, no, I'm okay. It was like a deflection. Another one was, uh, want me to, Toe fuck you? And I said, uh, no, I don't like to put poisonous things in my body. <laughs> it's just great ha- being asked um, questions all the time. Yes, sir? What? Oh, oh, just give the cold shoulder? Yeah, that was my favorite one. Yeah, you can give the cold shoulder and then um, have him grab you and then um, force you to have sex with him. That's really fun. Uh, that's a good one. Where are you <laughs> College, man. I was talking to someone the other day. Like, it's fucking, it's incredible that I have not been raped in my life. Not because of, like, any decisions I've made. Yeah, right? Am I right? Not because of, like, any decisions I've made in my life, but just, like, by statistics. It's insane. Like, it's insane. So many women have had that happen to them. It's, like, way more common than anything, uh, except UTIs. Uh, those are pretty common it's just it's shocking and then there's no you can't say no you can't just say no people with drugs it's not a big deal because they're like cool more for me but I can't say like no I won't give you my vagina and they're like cool more of my hand for me like they I don't know they just don't take no for an answer you can't be forceful because then they get defensive and you can't be nice because then they take it as mixed signals and you're like no the word no isn't really like a mixed signal just because I said it nicely doesn't mean I don't mean it Um, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. And then call me a liar about it. (laughs) My mom told me that she, uh, she, like, stood for women's rights back in the day. I was like, back in the day? In the 70s, you were, like, ten years old. What'd you do, burn your training bra? (laughs) And then I realized how sexist I was being because I didn't believe something she told me. (laughs) But it's my mom, so I, you know, there's exceptions, right? And there's not. Uh, Let's go fucking sing some karaoke. Let's go do it. Yeah. Let's go do it uh, now. Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah. Tess, you just did like 20 minutes. That was rad. Sweet. You can listen to it later on the thing. Yeah, you just did 20 minutes. Did you see it it on your own timer? What'd you do? Did you time it yourself? Yeah, 21 minutes. Twenty, twenty-one minutes. There you did. That's what you just did there. That's nice. Uh, Chris Kanaster is supposed to be our person. Is he outside? Yeah, I think be right. If he's, if he doesn't want to come in, I say fuck it. I'm on shrooms. I don't give a fuck about this show right now. <laughs> I want to go sing some karaoke. I'm like, let's go belt something in the key of C. Am I right? <laughs> I got all. I got. All, I got all of the. I can do. I can do a lot in the key of C. Let me you Oh, here we go. He's back in. This guy, give it up for your accidental headliner. I wonder how often that happens. That he's the accidental headliner, but he is tonight. Can if you want him to sing, you do whatever. What you, you can heckle him any way you want. Make him do anything you want him to do. It's fine. But right now, uh, you're gonna give it up for the very hilarious, the very amazing... You wanna come up and make him do... Here, Timmy, come make him do whatever you want. Like, you can make him... You guys wanna do like a sexual thing here? Where there's like a... Are we doing something with a dog and the penis is like an aristocrat show right now? I'm like, I got a dog! He's got a dick! We're brothers from another mother! We're gonna all... We're going to juggle my ejaculate everywhere. No, are we not going to do that right now? Everybody put your hands together. It's Chris Canatzer.
5: All right. Thank you. Um, So we're taking requests. I I was just outside getting high. I didn't really. (laughs) I came here. I, I like to start most of my sets here. By making an announcement that I came to Mutiny tonight not to do comedy because I knew the list was full, uh, but to buy weed. Because back in back in the old days, two and a half years ago when I started, <laughs> most of the comics were also weed dealers. But <laughs> now they all drive Uber and Lyft, and they don't have any fucking weed, and they don't come. Uh, so then people give me weed. Thank you. Did you, get given to you tonight? Twice. <laughs> Twice tonight. Yeah. So. Uh, and now I even have a little leftover to take with me. But I, 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 <clears throat> I embrace our capitalist society. I'm a, a server, which in California means they pay me like $12 an hour plus gratuity. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'll buy weed. I like to own weed. I like to just, <laughs> I just like to have a bag in the drawer and a bag in my backpack. So if any of you on um, download is a weed dealer or just, you know, times are tough and you'll sell me your bag. <clears throat> Hit me up Uh, for realsies. I feel like people think that's a bit because I say it so often, but I'm so sincere. And I'm so high. Thank you again, man. The kindness of strangers, man. I love California for that shit. Um, What do I want to talk about? Oh, request. I'm sorry, I'm already behind. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you go down the run around and desert you. Never gonna, be, be, uh, never gonna say goodbye, never gonna have a lie to hurt you. All right. Give you up. <laughs> All right. Anybody else have anything? then? That- no, that's okay. You can just keep doing it in the background. It's like there's music at a party, and I'm just talking to folks. Uh, anybody want to talk about anything in particular? I don't have. I got
4: a two-year-old
5: in my drawer. Oh. But you live in the East Bay. <laughs> Anytime, sure. I'll take I'll take uh, expired weed. Uh, we're talking about it outside. I don't believe it expires if you're an addict. <laughs> Especially if you're addicted to it. I'm psychologically addicted to marijuana right now. I'm a tea head reefer. Did you say you feel me? Word up. You got some weed? Oh, my gosh. No, yeah, I am hooked up. See, you're just going to give it to me. I want to buy it, man. Whatever happened to buying shit in America? give it up. That's a beautiful sentiment. I disagree. <laughs> I like to and I will. I did last night and I'll do it fucking tonight. As soon as I can finally break away from the last hanger-on of you fucking people, I'll go I'll go alone to the store and I'll buy an entire box of cookies. My, right now, I'm in a real deep rut with the uh, Double stuffed Golden Oreos family pack, and I eat the whole fucking thing alone. And I don't even, like, when I get to the last one and my stomach already hurts, and I'm kind of like just choking it down out of ritual, um, I don't think of any of you. I just don't. I love you all, and I'm glad to be here with you now. I truly am, but when it's gone, it's gone. I live in the moment. I'm like, I don't even want to. It's just like, it's a weird goldfish thing. You've been around for it. Like, I've missed shows because I forgot I was booked. <laughs> I was double booked two Saturdays ago because I swore up and down that we talked about it and everyone that was involved in the conversation said, no, man, you're old. So I so I missed one of the shows. Uh, all right, well, that ground it down to nothing. Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle, I guess they... Uh, That's just bullshit, right? Like, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but uh, apparently just nothing going on there, really. It's just kind of blown out of proportion. That was the latest article that came out. Yeah. Yeah, and it came out about the same time. You can see these images now on the Internet of the Earth breathing because they just, with all the satellites they have, they've taken photos of it all around, and so if you watch the ebb and tide of the oceans and all that, you can actually watch the planet, like, wobble a little bit, like... (sighs) She's sick No I don't care <laughs> I don't care I fucking don't care I throw the majority Of my cigarette butts And my cans In the street no, I do matters. Who gives a shit oh, Definitely batteries. I throw batteries. <laughs> yeah, I throw batteries These people witnessed it Because Steve gave me A battery And he was like Hey man This needs to be Disposed of properly <whistles> So I just Wicked it into the street Because that's where it should be, is in the middle of a bunch of asphalt. I didn't pave this fucking beautiful place. What a beautiful place, Northern California is. You just paved the fuck out of these lush hills. I didn't do that shit. I'll throw my fucking nine volt where the fuck I want. I'm not driving up to the Redwoods and flicking my butts over there. I'm doing it here. There's needles and shit. I talked to a shit sweeper today, a shit sprayer. I spoke to him in the alley. I've already told this story outside. I don't want to get into it again. Man, I had a couple of new jokes that I was going to talk about, and I just, I know, as soon as they lock in, I'm going to tell them, but I can't remember any of it. (laughs) I had the notion I could pull out my phone. i just dictate stuff to myself as I'm, like, rounding corners in this weird city, like, smoking pot by myself with a box of cookies in my backpack <clears throat> so i just pull out my phone and i say stuff I like i just want to play the phone things now because i can't remember what they are one of uh, it could be embarrassing though because sometimes i give myself little meta notes that i wouldn't want people to hear um <clears throat> it probably would be hysterical but somehow like i'm a real bad person i'm a piece of shit uh it's one of those things like if you i honestly i'm confident that any two of us, like me and any one of you, sit down together for a good long time and really get to know each other. We'll be friends, like we'll bond. <clears throat> It'll be great, like we'll love each other. But if you stay twice as long and really, really, really get to know me, you're going to avoid me for a while. <laughs> it's just the way it works out. It's just the way it works out. I'm comfortable with it now. Um, <clears throat> So we talked about any requests, it's just pizza hour. What's wrong with your leg? What?
4: What's wrong with your leg?
5: Uh oh, oh man. I do have one leg that's a, a little bit longer than the other, but <laughs> Yeah. I wear out I wear out shoes in a really weird fashion. <laughs> uh the jokes or the story? Okay. <clears throat> the jokes aren't that good Those Some of the first jokes I ever wrote were about my neck tattoo But the actual story uh, Which is not that funny I guess It's kind of interesting It is a, an asterisk in naval history My neck tattoo I was active duty navy in 1996 In Keflavik, Iceland And I happened to be, I know it gets, it gets so weird I uh, <clears throat> had like big giant like Early 90s glasses That covered half my face And I was totally clean shaven so uh, Bjork. I did meet Bjork, did I, yeah, but, no but for like 15 seconds I was uh, shouldering a big Betamax camera uh, <laughs> Yeah, as uh, one of my compatriots asked her a question, and I think she didn't answer it, she just kind of blew it off, but it was like a media storm, there were a bunch of other cameras, most of it was an Icelandic, and then I, I hung out with Emiliana Torini, anyone, anyone, no, damn it, I need her to get more famous, Uh, She's uh, just a quasi-famous, I guess mostly in Europe, singer. She does a bunch of, uh, if you like those really ethereal, female voices on Thievery Corporation albums, it's probably her. Um, We actually met, and she had the number one album in Iceland when we met. And she came, and I was a radio DJ at the point, and she came and did my show, and I fell madly in love with her. And we made a date, and we were gonna hang out uh, and have dinner. And so I was going to her house. She lived with her mom, because she was 19. <clears throat> and uh, I got there, and her mom was like, oh, she went camping with her friends. And I just never talked to her again. So that's how that one, that one's not that good. <laughs> so the, the neck tattoo, um, I was the anchor on the television newscast for armed uh, services people in Iceland. and. Uh, I went and got a neck tattoo with this uh, girl in the Air Force, Pachari, and she got a, a tattoo like on the back of her neck, but she kinda had it hidden. And uh, clearly I couldn't i couldn't really hide mine, but I just thought whatever, you know, it's fucking, there's no rule against it as far as I know. I never heard anybody say you couldn't. And so we went and we filmed it, you know, to do a news story for our stupid fluff newscast, like the history of Navy people getting tattoos. And uh, so we went and it really freaked out my commanding officer. And I guess, you know, it turns out it's a really stupid thing to do. Uh, But I was like 23, 24. Um, So she, my senior chief, senior chief Barnett, she was like, listen, that's it. You can't represent the Navy anymore. You can't represent this station. Uh, Yeah, I was banished to midnight master control operator. And I uh, could no longer be the face of the station. She was like, I'm going to make sure that nobody ever sees you again. So she got me uh, station transferred to Diego Garcia, which is just this whole other house of horrors uh, that you can hear about on this shitty podcast. Don't listen to it. Um, <laughs> Radiation island forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've lived on a lot of uh, radiated islands. It's weird. And I live on one now. Um So yeah, I get the tattoo, I get banished. So then Chief Warrant Officer Thomas Jones, this is his real name, comes in to take over control of the station in Keflavik. And the, for me, advantageous thing was that Chief Warrant Officer Jones had been in the Navy like 35 years and he did not think women should be in the Navy with him. And so the fact that my female commanding officer had put me in a corner gave him a reason to go after a high-ranking female and so <clears throat> I became his poster boy. Uh, a new law uh, in the Navy was instated that you can no longer get a tattoo showing in your dress uniform. But I have the paperwork. Yeah. I should bring it sometime. We could frame it and put it somewhere, like in the, in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> I have the paperwork that states I'm the last person in the Navy that is uh, allowed to have a dumb neck tattoo. And that's that story of that. See, it's not that good. I told you it wasn't that funny. Yeah, the jokes, it's just, yeah, the only thing I said, I was like, just don't give me tribal, man, because it was the 90s, you know, I was like, I don't want tribal. So he gave me a tribal tattoo on my neck. <laughs> they have a very dry sense of humor in Iceland. <laughs> I do think it was just his sense of humor. And then also, I, uh, uh, like a year later, I met a girl from the Faroe Islands who has the same tattoo on her shoulder the exact same tattoo and I was like you must have got it from that guy and she was like yeah look we have the same tattoo and I was like wow but she's on the Faroe Islands so the odds that you're gonna meet both of us are uh, pretty slim still doing requests I feel like that was a real long-winded one or I'm happy to get off stage too whatever people want I feel like uh what Uh, 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 what director Director? obviously i have i have visions no i don't think um i don't think that's appropriate uh i don't i think regardless of your gender everybody has their own personal relationship with pornography i will say this this is breaking news uh like a couple days ago Pornhub. Is announced the launch of their virtual reality site, right? Have you heard this? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I heard the news, and it you know it sends shockwaves. So um, I guess this is as good a time as any to announce that I'm retiring from comedy. <laughs> I'm gonna. I am i do not have the time anymore. Once, once the old Pornhub VR site is up, I'm probably not gonna be able to make Friday nights. Wait, so condoms are out again? Yeah. Oh my gosh, give it up for raw ass porn. Well, that cuz you know, it's just an economic thing because if you start making condom porn, people will not watch it. There's only so much of that fuzzed out Japanese stuff you can watch. <laughs> right? You get your fill. Dude, I hate pixelitis. We all do. Like I said, we uh <laughs> Oh man, look at this arc. Look at this fucking fossil. Pretty soon, this will be. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty soon. Pretty soon. Uh, I'm not. I'm not just talking about this, you know, obviously, but, uh, but I mean, to society, really. Like, no more condom use. Ten, fifteen years from now, I hope when you find this, it's like finding a fucking trilobite. It's like, man, look at that shit. Look at that condom, perfectly preserved in amber. Who <laughs> the <laughs> uh, fuck would you use that shit? I can't believe they used to do that. So degrading. My God, has anyone ever used a dental dam here? <laughs> right. I didn't even think they existed. I thought it was a joke. And uh, recently, a woman asked me if I would like to go down on her. And I was like, I mean, if uh, do you want me to go down? And then she was like, here, I have a dental dam. And I was like, then I definitely do not want to go down on you. That's insane. <laughs> but it, they actually exist. They're weird. What, what is it? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna mutiny-pedia it. A uh, dental dam <laughs> is uh, is basically this, but uh, bigger, and you spread it out like a like a picnic blanket. <laughs> and you just get to eating but all all you do you keep the food underneath the blanket so you're out on this beautiful park day just licking that blanket like you can smell the blueberry pie you can smell it the ants are loving it but you're just licking the blanket Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, the obvious answer is with your ch- missing children's blood. But um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, not, that's not actually how I roll. I would probably decorate it the way my current bedroom in a four-bedroom house is uh, decorated. It's completely empty, but a chest of drawers with stuff in the top drawer only. And a mattress pad and a down comforter on the floor and an alarm clock and a laptop the entertainment center. That's probably, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. And then everything else fits in here. And then I have a backpack. You may have seen the orange backpack. It's twice as big as this one. That's for laundry day. Usually a Monday or Tuesday at Brainwash. Two, ber- <laughs> two birds with one cafe. Pants. No, I wear pants now. I'm, I'm forced to wear pants at my current job. Oh. <laughs> uh, but that's true. The last time I lived in San Francisco, it was a very rare sighting to see me in pants. But uh, I'm, I'm all grown up now, so uh, <laughs> thank you very much, and I'm sorry.
1: Covering up the leg tattoos, that was Chris Canasser, yay! You guys, clap it up for David Zunzou, running the ones and twos in the booth. Thank you guys so much for staying here all night. Let's all go to Bender's and sing some karaoke. Bye, yay! <laughs>
7: jam right there it is it. what do you think girl I love it did you l- not have my mic up until just now is that what happened no it's always okay. up high honey. Huh? you all just right. have to talk I into it I just don't believe it sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I can hear but you can you hear us in the green room yeah. all right all right <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, kudos to you Leo yes, Fappier so thank you thank yeah. you um so that is your mix that is my anthem mix, yes. Um, and uh, uh, starring the wonderful B.B. Sweet Briot. Um, tell us, before we bring B.B. in, um,
5: what you put into it. Um, basically, well, the project came about by B.B. coming to me and say, let's do a record. Um, so ultimately, like the original mix and my anthem mix are kind of derivative of the same sound, and we wanted to give tribute to kind of Latin house and kind of a tribal-esque feel and... Uh, just give a different spin to the record. So uh, we d- selected uh, d- a list of different covers and don't chose the one that kind of stuck with us. And so we uh, basically went with it and just did a few sessions. Came up with some great recordings. Bibi can, s- I knew she can sing, but i when she came to the studio, it was proof to the pudding.
7: <laughs> Let's have a ra- nice round of
2: applause for oh, wow. Simpson's luminary, luminary, bb Sweet Briar. Wow. Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, um, it was, I've known Leo for some time now because he's wor- worked with um, some friends of mine, Gypsy Love and Caroline Lund, and, um, you know, always respected and admired his work, and we just have never, you know, I've seen him out in the audience at things like, hey, we just never worked together. So I had an opportunity to um, take advantage of his skills, and so I did. And. Just like he said, we. I think I sent you like five different songs um, yes. that I wanted to consider. And basically, what I did is I sang acapella and sent them. so "What do you think? What really sounds like me or You're comfortable?" And we kind of came with "Don't You," which was fine because I really liked that song. But yeah. uh, did, did and, you lip sync
7: to it back in the day?
2: Well, yeah, I always do. I've actually performed it, you know, at drag shows and stuff. But you know, totally the stripped down version or whatever. But it's just, working with him is, is really amazing. He really can, um, pushes you, without really pushing you, he pushes you to really reach your height of what you can do. And it's just real comfortable, so you don't feel like the pressure... And, you know, I really prepared myself for this, though, because I knew I was going to be in front of somebody, working with somebody who's, like, very um, well-respected in the industry. So, like, I didn't drink for, like, three weeks. And, oh, my God. You know, like, i like, i got to have my chops in point, you know. So, so I was, like, really ready when I went in. And um, so, you know, hopefully that came across when we recorded. Mm-hmm. I, I totally think so.
7: No smoking pot.
2: I don't do that anyway, but but that might have been pretty good actually. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I got into it then. That's for the dub. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the dub. Is. <laughs> I cannot. That's After the dub comes in, right yeah.
7: Um, Well, the result is just fantastic. I mean, um, the quality of the project is like grade A all the way around. We're going to listen to more tracks uh, coming up, but um, you're going to bring it to the public pretty soon.
2: Yeah, on the 15th is when it actually drops for um, everyone to have access to buy it. That's this Friday. Yeah, it's on all of, you know, it's a worldwide distribution, so... You can go to probably any major. Um, you can go to iTunes, music, Amazon, Beatport. Yeah. You can stream it on Spotify. Now,
7: are we going to see a music video? Oh yeah, honey, well, that's oh already yeah. done. That'll
2: right. be that'll be premiered. That's done. Okay. That'll be premiered at the um, at the release party at Cafe on Friday, the fifteenth. Um,
7: that's right. It's called the single and video release party, don't you?
2: Yeah, we're gonna we're we're um, in conjunction with Boy Bar. guest presents Boy Bar. And um, so hopefully we'll have a what great time? crowd. Well, we kick it off at nine or eight thirty, but um, you know we'll go through. I don't perform until twelve thirty, but the video will probably be shown at a quarter to ten, I think.
7: All right. Well, you guys get down to the cafe this Friday, um, over on Market and Castro. It
2: sounds like doors open at nine, but they'll be showing her, BB's new video around ten ten thirty. It's a
7: Gus presents presentation. Yeah,
2: it's really going to be fun. I've, I've done a, another. Um, released there many years ago and um you know you just always love that energy particularly when you're going to perform you know mm-hmm. you know like my friend bianca out there she knows what i'm talking about you gotta have some folk out there when you're gonna you make it know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, baby, no empty house don't work right right <laughs> what did you just say honey
7: <laughs> i'm sorry translation my people
2: out there heard me they know what i'm right. talking about um but this is a really, it's going to be really fun, and hopefully, um, we'll, I'll do more performing of the track, um, not only here, but across the country. I'm working on that as we speak.
7: Fabulous. Well, so who are some of the remixes beside myself and Leo? Oh, and yeah. Tweeka, Turker,
2: twi- <laughs> tweeka Turner is a remixer on this package, and Kilt It. Love it. Slate
7: It. it. Slate It. Thank <laughs> you. How how many, anything how many for many? you,
2: BB. It is. It's a very. You know, I've always um, admired your remixes that have come out lately and um, you didn't disappoint me on this one either. It's really
7: awesome. Good. Well, I was impressed to see who who the major cats I'm on there with, uh, oh. such as?
2: Uh, Division Four out of Australia, who's, um, before I even say all of them, the thing that I really like about this package is it is a package because each song, each remix is so different. So